Coming up on 5-Minute News. Pensacola shooter was Saudi aviation student. British diplomat in US resigns, saying she can't peddle half-truths on Brexit. And Uber weighs next steps after jarring sex assault report. It's Saturday, December 7. I'm Anthony Davis. An aviation student from Saudi Arabia opened fire with a handgun in a classroom at the Naval Air Station Pensacola on Friday morning, an attack that left three dead in addition to the assailant. Twelve people were hurt in the attack, including two sheriff's deputies who were the first to respond, one of whom killed the shooter. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis confirmed at a news conference that the shooter was a member of the Saudi military who was in aviation training at the base. The shooter was identified as Mohammed Saeed al-Shamrani. US officials identified the student as a second lieutenant in the Saudi Air Force and said authorities were investigating whether the attack was terrorism-related. Saudi state media did not immediately report on the shooting. Donald Trump tweeted his condolences to the families of the victims and noted that he had received a phone call from Saudi King Salman. He said the king told him that the Saudi people are greatly angered by the barbaric actions of the shooter and that this person in no way, shape or form represents the feelings of the Saudi people who love the American people. One of the Navy's most historic and storied bases, Naval Air Station sprawls along the waterfront southwest of downtown Pensacola and dominates the economy of the surrounding area. The shooting is the second at a US naval base this week. A sailor whose submarine was docked at Pearl Harbor, Hawaii, opened fire on three civilian employees on Wednesday, killing two before taking his own life. British diplomat in charge of explaining Brexit to the US government, Congress and the public has resigned, saying she was no longer prepared to peddle half-truths on behalf of a government I do not trust. Alexandra Hallhall, the Brexit councillor at the UK embassy in Washington, had been frustrated with the job for some time, according to friends and colleagues. They said she felt she was not being given enough reliable information to do her job, which was to explain Britain's departure from the EU to US audiences and help promote a strong US-UK relationship post-Brexit. Her resignation letter was damning in its description of Boris Johnson's government's integrity. I have been increasingly dismayed by the way in which our political leaders have tried to deliver Brexit, with reluctance to address honestly, even with our own citizens, the challenges and trade-offs which Brexit involves, the use of misleading or disingenuous arguments about the implications of the various options before us, Hall Hall wrote in her letter dated December 3rd. Paul Hall had 33 years of experience as a diplomat. She was the UK's ambassador to Georgia for three years until 2016 and was head of the Foreign Office Human Rights Department. The UK embassy has been without an ambassador since July, when Kim Darrick resigned following the leak of internal Foreign Office cables in which he described the Trump administration as dysfunctional, faction-riven and inept. 
The nomination of a successor has been delayed by political turmoil in Britain. A day after Uber revealed that more than 3,000 riders and drivers were sexually assaulted last year while using its service, attention is turning to what's next for the ride-hailing giant and whether its plans to improve its safety go far enough. In the safety report, Uber said 464 people were raped while using its services in 2017 and 2018. Almost all of them, 99.4%, were riders. The company noted it had served 2.3 billion rides in that time, highlighting these incidents as rarities. Even so, many said the report shows Uber has work to do. The revelations give meat on the bones to regulators, including those in London, who chose not to renew Uber's licence over safety issues. Uber has been working to improve safety over the last two years, rolling out features including an in-app emergency button, a ride-check feature that detects unexpected stops or crashes, and the ability for riders or drivers to share their location during a ride with loved ones. Unlike many taxi companies, Uber and its main US rival Lyft do not check drivers' fingerprints against a national database. In Eugene, Oregon, fingerprint checks earlier this year by the local police department found about two dozen Uber and Lyft drivers had criminal records that were missed in the company's checks. One was a convicted murderer, while another was a registered sex offender. The city did stop the drivers from working for the companies. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News with your favourite podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Follow us on Twitter at 5-Min News. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering honest, verified and truthful world news daily. A news story gets shared by a friend on social media, or you catch a tweet that really makes your blood boil. But how do you separate fact from fiction? That's the premise behind Disinformation, a 10-part series from Evergreen Podcasts and Emergent Risk International coming this fall. Tune in to Disinformation wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, don't believe everything you read.